You're listening to the ESO Network, your station for all things geek. Hello and welcome to episode 255 of the Soul Forge podcast. Welcome to the Soul Forge, a place of silent mystery, quiet contemplation, and outright mayhem. Join your host, Sean Vanderloo, as he guides you through the adventures of living. Together, we'll talk about life and love, sex and dating, joy and heartache, memories and loss, and so much more. Don't worry, it's not nearly as pretentious as it sounds. Get ready for life, the universe, and everything on The Soul Forge. Hey gang, welcome back to another exciting episode of the show. I was going to bring you the second Amanda episode that we recorded back to back, but we've got some late breaking news. We've got some excitement and adventure coming up here in Sault Ste. Marie, Ontario, Canada. I'm here live on location with Magic Mike from Vintage Games and Junk. Say hi, Mike. Hi. Did you like that? Yeah, I was thinking that used to be my stripper name. It was, eh? Yeah. That's cool. That's cool. So who are you and, and what's this all about? Why am I here in your building? Um, well, I'm Mike Turcott. I own Vintage Games and Junk. And we do an event called Steel City NerdCon every year. And we're on our fifth year, I think. And yeah, we just like to bring a lot of different pop culture vendors from all over Ontario. And this year, Quebec, actually. Is that right? Yeah. And uh, just try to bring something to do to Sault Ste. Marie and also bring all the cool nerdy stuff that we can all buy and enjoy. That's right. That's what it's all about. Yeah. Now, I've been a collector for over 30 years. You've been a collector for... Probably around the same. same. I think we're roughly the same age. I think so. I'm 45. I'm 42, so... That's the answer to life, the universe, and everything. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. So, yeah. you must know where everything is, what, what it's all about. <laughs> yeah. You got all the answers? No. Oh. I wish I did. I wouldn't be sitting here uh, talking about... <laughs> anything there you go you'd be on vacation yeah. somewhere yeah, yeah that's right that's right yeah so i think this is the fifth one and i've been to every single one because uh well used to everybody knows i was up in timmins but i'm from here in the sioux and i came back what three months ago i guess and mm-hmm. uh this is exciting because usually it's september or october but this year it's july 2nd yeah that wasn't really a plan but we're kind of excited to try something in the summer yeah, September, October seems to be good, but any time later than that, you're you're risking weather with traveling. Big time. And we didn't want to put anyone in that predicament, and so we thought we'd try the summer, which was a little, has its own challenges, for sure. Yeah, I was surprised that it would be the uh, July uh, long weekend. Yeah. Because I didn't think anybody would be in town, like camping or whatever. Yeah, which, you know what, time will tell, that could be a possibility. Um you know what? I kind of find that there's never a perfect date, no matter what. That's true. If you you can do everything you can, and in the past years, we tried different things. For example, like doing a two-day event, because some people said, oh, I can't make it Saturday, but I can make it Sunday. And then we extended hours on one event because people said, or we were going to, but that one got canceled from COVID. But right. our intention was to go later to like 8 o'clock on one day. Because some people said, well, I work till five. And you know what I mean? So at the end of the day, like everything in life, 
I'll tell you, if I have any answers in life, yeah. you will never make everyone happy. It's true, you can't. So you can only do your best and hope that people accommodate. My point to that was that, yeah, it is a weird date and there might be people camping and there might be people out of town, but some of those people camping might say, hey, let's go to town and go to this event for a few hours. That's true. So if they really want to go, mm-hmm. they will figure out a way how. You always figure out a way, yeah. if, if you want it bad enough. Yes. That's true. And uh, are we coinciding with uh, Putin Fest? Yeah, absolutely. Um, another That was another thing that we were concerned about in the very beginning, especially, it wasn't even Putin Fest that was really a big fear. It was more Canada Day, right? Because Canada Day weekend. But we will have a lot of tourism in Sault Ste. Marie for Canada Day weekend. And Putin Fest actually does really well in Sault Ste. Marie. And I think that's good. Mm -hmm. Um, So what we did right off the start when we realized that there was that conflicting date was we spoke with the downtown association and tried to work out some cross-promotion with them, which they agreed to. Oh, good. And uh, the other good part about it is Poutine Fest is literally less than a block away. Which is perfect. So if... With what we're planning, we're hoping that we can put something up at Poutine Fest that says, hey, you know, this is going on right here. And yeah, so that might work out okay. A little bit of cross-promotion. Yeah. It's a block away, like you said. You're hungry, you're eating some food, and you're like, mm-hmm. well, I don't want to buy any more Poutine. I'm going to go buy some collectibles. Yeah, yeah. And we because of that, we weren't even going to have food vendors at this year's NerdCon, but we did bring in cups and cones and uh, okay. and uh, Queen's Tarts, actually. Oh. So it gives more options. And not saying that poutine's not good, because it is. I like it just fine. But it's good to give people options. That's true. Yeah. Options are good. Yeah. You know what else is good? I, I give up. This promo for another podcast right here on the ESO Network. Doctor Who is all about change. For almost 59 years, the show has gone through many regenerations. One thing always consistent is a sense of hope and wonder across all space and time. It's the dawn of a new era, and your friends at our station who will be here to cover everything to come this year and beyond. Please rate and subscribe to our show wherever fine podcasts are found. Excellent. Wasn't that great? That was amazing. That's fantastic. So where is the uh, NerdCon being held this year? It's being held at the Bush Plain Museum. Oh, uh, yes, again. Yeah, like it has been, I think, for the last three. I think that sounds about right, because the first year it was held here in this yep. building, just in the yep. back. Second year was Bush Plain. It was, It's eh? been at the Bush. Yeah, because we had two, one small one here, Yeah. a bigger one here, Bush Plain, Bush Plain, and the Bush Plain. Oh, uh, yes. And we would have had another one at the Bush Plain had it not been canceled by COVID. Right, because you had something planned for an April like horror, yes. horror thing or something, yeah. if I remember correctly. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, Dressing. like COVID was amazing. Well, yeah, it wrecked everything for two, two and a half years. So yeah. there we go. Things are just slowly starting to get back to the way they should be. Correct. And uh, hopefully stays, yeah. Hopefully. Hopefully. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so let's let's talk a little bit about your business here. Vintage Games and Junk has been open for how long? Uh, 2015, so seven years. Okay. And you've always been in this location? No. Oh. No. We started on Wellington Street in a 400 square foot building. Mm -hmm. So it was probably about the size of the room we're sitting in. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. And then a year later, we decided to take the, I want to say plunge, but it was more take the gamble. Mm -hmm. And we moved to Bruce Street to an 800 square foot space. Doubled the size. Doubled the size and cost. 
Of course, of course. <laughs> and then uh, we were there for a year and really decided to take the gamble and move here on Queen Street, which is 3,500 square feet, and risk everything. And? Well, we've been here over five years, and you know what? The, there was a smart businessman that told me when we were moving here, because it was actually his idea, he said, this is going to change everything for you. And at the time, I thought, you don't know what you're talking about. Mm -hmm. But he was right. This changed everything. So it was a good move. It was a smart lateral move. Good. Good. Yeah. So what did you notice from the first shop to the second shop? Any big major changes? Was it a big risk? Was it uh, <coughs> better clients, different clients, same clients? Well, we have a lot of the same customers from the very beginning, which is super cool that they've stuck around. And, you know, some of them can be handfuls, mm -hmm. but they automatically get a pass because they've been so loyal so long, right? Loyalty, yeah. And, yeah, so, I mean, a lot of them carried over, but with every location being better than the last, it enables you to have better, not better clientele, but more, more. diverse clientele. For sure. People notice things more. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of cool. I mean, we still, after over seven years, get people local that say, oh, I never even knew this was here. Is and that it's right? like, really? Huh. Like, how, I don't know how that's possible, but, you know. It's a thing. Yeah. 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 So I think that there's, in the end, no matter what you're doing, planning an event, running a business, there is always 100% room for improvement. Oh, of course. Yeah. You <laughs> yeah. can always do something else. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. So let's talk about some of the things you have in your shop because I, I've talked about uh, vintage games and junk here quite a bit on the podcast, and it's the exact kind of store that I would have opened up in Timmins yeah. had I stayed there much longer. Yeah. Uh, um, I think, uh, like, we have a little bit of everything, kind of. Mm -hmm. um, sometimes I describe it as a really expensive thrift store. <laughs> yeah, I can see that. Yeah, <laughs> Because it's not... We don't really have a thrift vibe, I don't think. I don't think so. I don't know. I've been all over Canada, and I'm not in any way saying that I was like some entrepreneurial genius, but I've never been in a store exactly like mine. But with that said, that wasn't a plan. It's just kind of worked out that way. It's how it evolved. Yeah. And I mean, it, it's always evolving. Like if you were here three years ago, there was virtually no trading card games and there was a little toy section and there was a lot of video games and a lot of antiques oh, and remember. it's always changing mm -hmm. all the time because we get ideas and we try things and we fail at trying things and we succeed at trying of, things. Of course. But, but you, you try. have to try them. You do. You do. That's so, right. I mean, if I could turn back time, would I have opened a business? No. <laughs> no, okay. No, I wouldn't have. Just uh, There's just tons of government regulations that make everything super tricky. The government doesn't want a small business to succeed. Is that right? Absolutely, 100%. Anyone, I, I would believe anyone would tell you that that owns a small business. The government's really about corporate business because uh, that's where yeah, the money is. True. Um, they also say that a lot of small businesses don't pay their taxes properly, and that's probably true. I don't know. I'm just saying that that might be a reason why the government's not really pro-small mm. business because it's a lot harder to regulate. True, true. But small businesses sometimes become big businesses. That's true. So they should. They yeah. should promote everything. Yeah. But um, yeah, so there's a lot of challenges. I mean, I'm glad we did it uh, based on where we are today. Mm -hmm. But uh, if I had a famous quote, yeah, it usually would be... Um, you never know, this time next year I could be pouring your coffee at Tim Hortons. It's true. So Because you don't know what's going to happen. Exactly. There's no way to know. There's no security. 
No, that's right. That's right. But being a business owner must have its rewards. Yeah, I, I always kind of had an authority problem. So I could see that about you. Yeah, I yeah. don't. Uh, I, I don't mind not being told no. Right. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Yeah. There you go. Well, that's cool. Um, so, July second at the Bush Plain Museum. Yeah. Eleven thirty. It's eleven thirty for VIPs. Twelve o'clock for regular. Okay. Uh, till six o'clock. Um, we got roughly a hundred vendor tables. Nice already for it and it's just going to be such a mixture this year which is good oh yeah i mean there's there's a good handful of new vendors there's some returning vendors we didn't do too much different than we have in the past on this one Mm -hmm. because we just want it to to flow i think the biggest change we made this year was the date yeah if anything that's a big change for sure we got ryan mcfarling's gonna be there as a special guest and Bonus Box Games is a special guest, and they did an exclusive. This is the second time. Bonus Box Games did uh, an exclusive game for NerdCon last year. Oh. I don't know if you wanted me to mention that. Doesn't sure. Really, mention I'm not trying to, like, promote them, but Do, talk the, about this is reality. So they did a game that, uh, it was Ninja Game 3. Okay. And it had a uh, shuriken. Is that how you say it? Uh, that, that weird. Like a throwing star? Yeah. With bonus box games and Steel City NerdCon on Oh, nice. It, which you don't know until you open it. Okay. Because I don't think they actually said anything about Steel City NerdCon other than when they promoted it. Mm. And what's cool about it is they it was limited to like 250 copies. Oh, nice. And they sold out. And now, recent sales for that game, it was like $30 a game. Ooh. Now it's like 400 Oh, wow. And it's selling for like 400 which Jeez. is crazy. They're that, sold out. Yeah but in the secondary market. Right. So Bonus Box Games made another game for NerdCon this year, but this time it literally has the NerdCon logo ah. on the cover. And I think you get a ticket for the next NerdCon in it. Oh, nice. And then it has, it's Brunswick Bowling for the Wii U. Ah. And it has a, like, a bowling uh, wristband okay. from Brunswick Bowling okay. in it. And yeah, so that's kind of cool that yeah. there's another exclusive game made for NerdCon again this year. Yeah, better get it because who knows what it's gonna yeah, go I don't for know. on the secondary market. So yeah, you, you never know with those kind of things. Nope. But yeah, true enough. It's crazy. Yeah. So yeah, a lot of exciting things that way. Um, I'm pretty jacked myself about the vendors all the time. Mm-hmm. Like you're a vendor. I am a vendor. And I'm pretty excited to see what you bring. I remember the first NerdCon, like here. Yeah. I recall. Well, it's funny because this is when I used to be a manager, when I used to have a job, Mm -hmm. I used to say that the only way I'll remember somebody, because we had like 500 employees, and I would only remember somebody if they were really good or really bad. Right. And if you were an in-between, I tend to not remember you too much because you kind of just float, right? Yeah. Um, And the analogy to that was I remember the NerdCon here, you were definitely one of the top three best vendors like for quality oh yeah and pricing and really cool stuff i man i bought tons of your stuff yeah you did that's true yeah like there was just so much cool stuff and i can you know i'm not going to tap into it but i remember some of the items that i bought that were just super cool and you just never seen that often so yeah no i'm always excited to see what you bring i think last year i bought uh friday the 13th 
um, the female anime Jason. chick, yeah, yeah who's yeah. in my personal collection. There you go, perfect. So for me, it was 100% worth it just for that piece. Right, yes. Good, yeah. that's good to know. Yeah, so, yeah. Okay, so before we wrap it up here, let's uh, do a little bit of promotion. Uh, your store, Vintage Games and Junk, where are we located right now? 165 Queen Street East, the old Western Tire building. Okay. Across from Bus Terminal. Across from the bus terminal. And if somebody wanted to find you on social media, what kind of uh, stuff do you have out there? Um, we have Instagram and Facebook, which is also Vintage Games and Junk. We also have a website, which is vgnj.ca, which is Vintage Games and Junk abbreviated, mm-hmm. .ca. And I, I don't know where else you'd find us. I guess, you know what, vintagegamesandjunk.ca steelcityevents.ca I own a ton of domains and they all link to the same thing. Oh, perfect. And and junk is spelled J U N Q U E. Yeah, it's fancy. It is fancy. Fancy junk. Like old-timey. Yeah. I don't I don't know why we did that. To be different. That, that was the wife's idea. Oh. She's the genius behind it. Well, you got to listen so. to the wife. That's yeah. important. So, yeah, it's there true. you go. True. Excellent. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks for uh, coming on the show and promoting next week's event. Yeah, I'm hoping it'll be good, and I hope you do well. Thank you. Me too. Yeah. Yes. All right. So, guys uh, and girls out there in podcast land, uh, hope you enjoyed this episode. Hope to see you at Steel City NerdCon next weekend. Take care of yourselves and each other, and remember, do or do not, there is no try. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Soul Forge Podcast. Your support is greatly appreciated, and we hope you'll tune in again next time. Remember that you can visit soulforgepodcast.com for all of our social media links and don't forget to share the show with everyone you know the soul forge podcast is your best source for living your best life think about it hey podcast fans spotify is making it easy for you to stream this podcast and many others like it on your mobile device desktop app and smart speaker open the app on your mobile device or desktop click on the browser channel then click on the podcast section you'll be able to stay thoroughly entertained during your commute to work your drive home and your downtime thanks to spotify this has been a broadcast of the eso network Be part of the crew and help support our shows by donating to our ESO Patreon or by shopping for the Tee Public Store, which can all be found at www.esonetwork.com. The ESO Network, your station for all things geek.